Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia. For those of you tuning, uh, joining us live on Facebook right now, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those joining on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. Normally, each week on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories. For the next few days, who knows how long that will be, we're going to be bringing you daily special edition broadcasts specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to survive this current COVID-19 or the coronavirus pandemic situation we're all facing today? When we first started this podcast project in 2017, we wanted to inspire uh, inspire people and equip them right here in our state of West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and businesses who built companies in West Virginia. So this urgent situation that we're all finding ourselves in right now falls right in line with that mission of Positively West Virginia. Every week, we will be bringing you these business briefings daily to help business owners and business leaders, especially small businesses, with practical ideas they can use right now, today. Uh, today, I'm honored to have on the show Ed DaCosta. Ed is a well-known speaker, executive coach, and business consultant. And best of all, he's a West Virginia guy. He's here in Morgantown. Uh, our, our studio uh, here is in Morgantown as well. Ed has been on the show before, Positively West Virginia, and brought great content to that episode. And I thought, man, it would be great to have him on the show today. Ed works with entrepreneurial companies uh, everything from startups to Fortune 500 corporations around America. He's shared the speaking stage, and I've seen him on, on stage with the likes of John C. Maxwell, the leadership guru, Darren Hardy, Les Brown, Nick Vujacek, and more. He's an acclaimed author. He's got a couple of books, including Ascend and Release Your Superhero. Ed, thank you for being on this special edition podcast today. Happy to be with you, Jim. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you know this is a trying time for everybody right now, and, and you know here in West Virginia, especially, I feel like the the last week uh, has made a you know what a world uh, what a difference the world is right now. A week later, but first off, Ed, I wanted to kind of get your perspective on some of the things you're hearing out there with your clients around the country, and pertaining to how, you know how people are dealing with this crisis right now. Give us your thoughts on that. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm no expert, but I appreciate the offer um, to visit with you and to share my perspective. Yes. I don't know that I know any more than anybody else because, frankly, we're in uncharted territory. Exactly. We've been in comparable circumstances for sure. And if you've watched the news, you've seen lists of different pandemics and and viruses that have you know come to the United States and and the negative impact they've had on people's health and the economy and, mm. and you know, our everyday practices, but nothing like this. I mean, the NCAA tournament is canceled. The NBA and the NHL have suspended right. the end of their seasons and their playoff seasons are gone. And there's no masters tournament. And, and of course, so many other more important things than sports, but just the signs of spring that we we so look forward to, many of them are not here. They're not present, and they've been replaced by this uncertainty and anxiety and and fear uh, in some people. And frankly, on the other side of the continuum, um, 
irresponsibility and people that are just denying it, mm-hmm. uh, politicizing it and and not listening to healthcare professionals, but instead listening to, you know, misleading information from mm. politicians or those with right. with an agenda. Yeah. So, so Ed, first of all, thank you for, for that, you know, that brief perspective. I, when you're saying that, here we are, today is March 20th, and it's the first full day of spring. And, you know, normally I would be, you know, talking about, wow, it's spring, you know, look at the flowering, you know, cherry trees here in Morgantown, and the daffodils are up, and 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 it's like wow we've kind of <laughs> we're focused everybody's focused on this this crisis what's the in your mind what's the number one thing that you think business owners need to know about how to get through this crisis if you will if you will call it that I, i'm calling it a crisis i'm one person that doesn't like to use that word very often but what's one thing that you think business owners in west virginia need to know right now to survive this thing sure so i mean i talk about leadership all the time whether there's you know, bizarre circumstances like those we're living in mm-hmm. or or not. Yeah. And, you know, leaders show up to serve others. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the evidence of a, of a great leader is not a speech. It's not admiration or respect from others. Those are certainly some indicators. But the real true sign of a leader is the impact that they have on other people. Mm-hmm. And so at times of crisis, whether you're talking about your home life, your family, your church or your faith practice or your business, whether you're an entrepreneur and you own the business or run the business or an employee in a larger organization, uh, your, your number one role and responsibility is to serve others hmm. and meet their needs. And the, the, the best way, of course, and I know you know this, Jim, uh, is how you conduct yourself, you know, how you respond to this crisis. You know, you can give all the speeches you want, but people are going to look at what you do mm. as the best evidence of of who you are and what you're all about. Mm. And so, you know, we need to, again, listen to the healthcare professionals and practice the precautions that they've told us time and time again. And no, they are not overreacting. When they talk about social distancing, I mean, the evidence is overwhelming, overwhelming populations that have not practiced social distancing have had an enormously larger um, incident rate of infection and illness and even death than those that have practiced social distancing. And of course, there are a myriad of others that I won't repeat all, but, you know, hand washing and just being aware of, you know, the times that you are in in areas where mm. you might either be infected or if you are carrying the virus are infected. Yeah. I, I saw a statistic recently that, you know, almost everyone that has been infected has been infected by someone who did not realize they were infecting them. Yeah, exactly. You can't imagine yeah. somebody intentionally infecting someone. Yeah, exactly. Well, I love what you said. Leaders show up to serve others. I was on a, uh, I've been on a number of calls since Monday. Here we are Friday. It seems like it was just yesterday. But uh, since Monday, when we really started uh, diving into these topics and trying to help people get through this time. And the one thing that I, I mentioned on one of the calls on Monday evening, there was about 20 of us on a call, and I said, you know, people are watching us. 
people are watching us. And I think you're, that goes right to what you're saying. You know, you got to show up. And the way you handle these things, I was talking to a, a guy that we're going to have on um, Monday's show, Frank Vitale. He's a leader in West Virginia, uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah, Frank, he's, you know, he said, um, he said the way that leaders respond right now is going to dictate the success of their business a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And so people are watching, and I, I loved what you said there, and that is ex- extremely important. Leaders show up to serve others. So thank you for that. That is just a, a, a value bomb right there. So thank you. You know, Ed, you know, what's, I mean, what's something you're doing right now, like from a technology standpoint to engage people, clients that you have across the country? Uh, I mean, you're a, you're a technology guy. Uh, what's, what's something you're using right now that can potentially help during this, uh, this, this crisis that we're in? Yeah, it's, it's not that I'm using anything brand new, but I'm certainly using tools that I already used from time to time. Yeah, tell us about far that. Far more frequently. I yeah. mean, I speak to organizations for a living. Yep. Every single speaking engagement that I had in March has been postponed. Yep. Every single one of them. Mm. And so I've got them sprinkled. About half of them are scheduled for April. Maybe a fourth of them are scheduled for May. And a fourth are scheduled out beyond May because mm. their organization has made the decision that, you know, certainly since the president's um, talk and he's been on the t- on tv a lot but uh, when he lowered the number of people to get together from 200 down to 10 mm-hmm. i mean that was the straw that broke the camel's back sure. on a number of things yep. so i'm using zoom preconferencing.com you know facetime you know using you know good old-fashioned note cards yeah you know, sending cards to people, as far mm-hmm. as I understand, and I've Googled it enough and talked to my doctor about it, but you cannot get, you know, COVID-19 by getting a card from someone who might have had it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not going to survive the postal service. Mm-hmm. Um, using social media, mm-hmm. um, using text messages, yeah. you know, our natural nat- natural inclination is to visit people who are shut-ins, those that are lonely, those that need some company. Yeah, absolutely. And we need to resist those inclinations right now because many of them, they're elderly and they're vulnerable. Yeah. And so by visiting them, yeah. you could be putting their lives in danger. And of course, we don't want to do that. So what's the alternative? You, you, you call them on the phone. You send mm. them a text message. You send wow. them an email or a note card. You know, it, there, there's, a, I think, a couple of ways you can be handling the situation right now. You could be holed up in your bedroom, cowering in the corner. Not, and I use that as a metaphor, not necessarily, you know. Oh, pra- I get you know, it. But, but, or you can be taking a proactive s- standpoint. And you and I are huge fans of Stephen Covey's famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And yes. habit number one is be proactive. Yes. And, and, you know, talk a little bit about what that means. And because what, what you're talking about is being proactive, right? Reaching out, uh, serving others, showing up. Talk a little bit about your take on being proactive. Yeah, being proactive is meaning it, it implies thought before action, thought before speaking. Mm. And that sounds, kind of, you know, in, you know, obvious. But but frankly, we all know folks, some of us may be that person from time to time. Who, who speaks without thinking, 
who acts without thinking. Okay? Maybe they were well-intentioned, but they were foolish in their well-intentions. Yes. You know, yes. I, I, I heard of someone a week or so ago, you know, what about the poor people in nursing homes? Okay, we, we need to visit people in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think it through, that sounds like a wonderful thing. And they certainly mean it in a loving, caring way. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a very foolish thing and, mm-hmm. and an irresponsible thing. Mm-hmm. And so being proactive is about thinking through the reality of the circumstances you're in and asking yourself, what's the single best thing that I could do right now? And, mm-hmm. and the term that I've used, and I've been talking like so many of us to people about this frequently, seemingly all day, every day. Yes is cautious optimism. Mm-hmm. As you said, not cowering in the corner mm-hmm. and hiding, okay? Social distancing doesn't mean you have to move to a deserted island. Right. It just means six feet. It just means avoid public areas, avoid, you know, crowds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but, but the, the optimism part, that's the cautious part. Exercise caution. But the optimism is, hey, while you're, using that caution, do so knowing this will not last forever. Exactly. We will, in fact, be in a position at some point to look back on this and say, wow, that was a horrible two weeks or two months or six months. I hope it's two months. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not six months right. or a year. Yep. So, right? uh, yeah, so I want to I kind of uh, step back and dial that in a little bit more, too, because, you know, just to give you an example, uh, you know, I read one time where, you know, it's it's bad manners, actually. Like in the wake of a tragedy, you lose a loved one, and somebody says, if there's anything I can do for you, just let me know, right? right. And that's a good intention, right? We, we know that that person is meaning well, but it actually doesn't mean much, right? On the other hand, if you reach out and say, I would like to prepare a meal and bring it to your family, what day works best for you? They might say, well, how about Tuesday night? That would be amazing, right? And so as we're thinking about how we reach out to clients and customers, it's not just saying, hey, we're here for you, right? I mean, that's a good intention, but, but saying, look, here's, we're here, we're open, we're trying to do our best to serve our p- people. Here's four things that we would like to do for you. And no here, doubt. You know, being specific, like you were just talking about, being proactive, and, and, and I feel like bi- as businesses – you know, it's and, and every what we're talking about here is not for every single company that we're talking and addressing in West Virginia. Right. There's going to be some that are going to say, well, I can't do that. Well, that's fine. But generally think, assess what you have and seek to way, seek ways to help people, assess what you have and seek ways to pe- help people. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about when you're saying show up to it's serve being others. Thoughtful. Yes. Being thoughtful. I mean, the, the word it contains its own meaning. Yep. Thoughtful, meaning full of thought, not yes. your own thought, but the thought from the perspective of mm. the person who you want to serve. The example mm. you gave is perfect. Mm. Any, If anyone listening, and I'm sure you all have lost someone, you get inundated in those first few hours and days and even few weeks with sympathy. And you're in my thoughts and prayers. And yeah. again, as you said, Jim, these are all great intentions. And we're not calling the integrity of the person saying those words into question. But we're asking ourselves, you know, what good does it do? 
Okay, mm-hmm. so 783 people said, I'm sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. You're in my thoughts and prayers. Please let me know if there's anything I can do. And all yeah. 783 of them meant it. Yeah. Okay, but yep. guess what? The reality is also three weeks from now, after your loss, you're getting zero phone calls, mm-hmm. zero visitors. Mm-hmm. And so being thoughtful says, I'm going to avoid the crowd. And I'm not talking about from a social distancing perspective. Yeah. I'm talking about at any time. And I'm going to reach out to someone in two months yep. after something happened. Yep. I like and I'm your, going to do yeah, Exactly. And I love the, the, you know, the, the example that you said, note cards, you know, sending somebody a, a note. Hey, I'm just right. wanting to make sure you're business is doing well. I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. And by the way, I'd love to set up a call to see if there's any way I can help you or something. Yeah, do a health nature. wellness yeah. check on yes. you. Yes. And again, yep. you know, what I what I would normally say has a different feel to it because of mm. the coronavirus and, and the circumstances we're living in. But to tell somebody, hey, let me buy you lunch. Here we are on March the 20th. What are you doing on April the 20th? Yep. Let's set up a lunch on April the 20th. Or, you know what? My wife makes a mean lasagna. Let me bring over a tray of lasagna. What day is good for you next week? I can do it on Tuesday Hmm. or Thursday. And and not force yourself into their world, but make it pretty clear. You mean it. Yes, exactly. And you want to help. And that's, you know, we talk about being authentic you know, and that's that's where that's coming from, that place in your heart, you know, and and, you know, there's, a, a, you know, I had um, Eric Kinder on yesterday. He's with uh, Spillman Law and we were talking about some of the, um, you know, the shysters that are out there capitalizing on this and exploiting this for, you know, financial gain, the situation. And that's, you know, obviously not, not, not what we're talking about, but business has to go on. We have to figure out ways to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, we're mountaineers, we're strong. How do we get through this thing? You know, and there, I've, I've been seeing example upon example of people that are just figuring it out. And I love that. And, and it's like that whole, you know, with in, in adversity, you know, people can rise to the challenge and figure out ways to get through this. I used the analogy um, a couple of days ago with my team that, you know, my job as a leader of the company, as I saw it, was that, you know, to get us out of the stormy water and get us into the calm water. And, uh, you know, I don't know how big the waves are going to be or how long they're going to come at us. And I don't know if we're going to lose some, you know, some uh, some supplies over the side of the of the ship. And I don't know if uh, we're going to take on any water, but we got to get to the calm water. And then the calm water I I mentioned to the team was that opportunity is going to await us there. And so I I wonder, like from your perspective, what potential opportunities do you think are going to come out of this situation? Yeah, and again, the answer, uh, I love what you said, Jim, the answer depends on on who's listening, you know, to, to what I have to say. But, but yeah. I will tell you, I speak to a number of small business owners who are terrified about the impact of, of a loss of business and, and cash flow and how they're going to pay their employees and, mm-hmm. and who knows what the federal government is going to do in terms of relief. Mm-hmm. And you can't count on that. And even if you can't count on it, you don't know when it's going to happen. Federal government is not famous for acting swiftly, of course. But also, at an incredible conversation maybe three days ago with someone who is a smaller company doing work for a larger company 
And the larger company was very suspicious. This is the customer, very suspicious of this small company's ability to continue to provide services during this time. Okay. Mm. And that is generally speaking, one of the biggest, um, cons, you know, in the, in the context of pros and cons, you know, why do you go, why do you do business with a small company? Oh, they're more lean. They're more agile. They give you more personal attention because you're a bigger part of their business. Well, what are the cons? Well, they don't have the re- the resources. They don't have the reach back. They're, you're more vulnerable as a customer if you do business with, with a small business. Mm. And, and there's some legitimacy to those feelings and some yeah. people that have experiences where that has proven true. Well, you know, what does that mean today? That means you better demonstrate to your customers, big and small, that you're alive and well and still able to, within reason, provide the services. I mean, I offered each and every one of the the delayed um, uh, speaking engagements that I had the opportunity to do it by phone, the yeah. way we're doing it right now. And they all declined. But they were appreciative that I offered. Yes. Okay. And the reason they declined is for the mo- majority of them, they were having a bunch of people get in one room. Yep. So they wanted the speaker to be there. Yep. And even if the speaker was going to be virtual, okay, that wouldn't really address the fundamental, you know, violation of you know a gathering of 500 people in one room, just because the speaker isn't doesn't happen to be there doesn't really help the circumstances. And so I think it's very important to, to give your customers the security and and feeling of safety that Mm. your, your ability to serve them has not gone away because of this uh, set of circumstances. Absolutely. Our guest today uh, on this special episode of Positively West Virginia is Ed DaCosta. Ed is a is an he works with entrepreneurial companies as an executive coach, a business consultant. He he coaches some of the premier CEOs in America. And Ed uh, has been I've actually got to work with Ed. He was a well we've we've he I was a client of his and he was a client of mine years ago and and I had the privilege to serve him uh, as he was a member of the John C Maxwell and the John Maxwell team uh, in live events on stage. And, and Ed, um, you're highly respected, not only in the USA, but across the, across the planet, honestly. Uh, I've seen uh, some and worked with you on some of the clients that you serve. So your, your perspective is, is excellent, and I really appreciate um, your, your point of view coming in here uh, as we're trying to, once again, lift up West Virginia business owners and trying to get them through this COVID-19 crisis. Ed, uh, you know, first of all, I appreciate you being on the show and I appreciate the valuable information that you've shared. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we, uh, before we call this an episode? Yeah. And I don't know that it's, that it necessarily adds anything more than what we've already said, but um, you know, give your customers something during this time, that you might not otherwise have the time to do, okay? If you're sheltering in place, if mm-hmm. you're staying at home, if you're becoming a, you know, a telecommuter, so to speak, and you've got a few hours here or there, do something free, 
for your customers. Mm. Whether you have the capability of making a video, and even if you don't, you know, getting on the phone with Jim or someone else from Interaction Media, they could teach you how to do it. Um, but but give them some helpful hints. Give them some value during this time, mm. okay? Because it'll keep you top of mind. You're doing it for business reasons, yep. but it's also very compassionate. It's very thoughtful. Mm. I have um, a lot of friends from the Boston area being my home, and um, one of my uh, classmates who I, I have not lived in the same place with him for 35 years, but he's hilarious, and he has sent me more memes and even videos that he's doctored about, um, you know, things that are relevant to his business, but also things that are in the public domain. He sent me one that was a doctored video um, making light of Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots, (laughs) which, depending on where you're from, you're glad or you're happy or you you don't care. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it, it just made me smile. It made yeah. me chuckle. Yeah. And it made me think of this friend of mine. So yeah. do yeah. something that you might not otherwise have the time to do mm, uh, during this yeah. period uh, that will, you know, further the relationship that you have with your customers. Add value. Add value. That's what yes, we're talking about. you got it. Ed, once again, thank you for sharing this valuable information to our audience today. I really appreciate you, man. My pleasure, Jim. I appreciate you doing it. I I love Positively West Virginia. I listen as often as I can, and I think you're doing a great thing for our state. Thank you. I appreciate that. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia daily COVID-19 business briefing. My hope is that we brought you some valuable insight that you could use today in your business as we all work to survive through this COVID-19 situation. I also want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Dylan Sheldon, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.